0: Grogan will be preaching for us tonight. I got booted from my chair to the uh, couch, and so he was at the chair and the desk, and uh, he counseled with me a little bit before service. But I love him, and I am so proud of him, and where I'm really proud is uh, I get pictures uh, from time to time. I've got spies at CLC that keep me in the loop. And, uh, but I get pictures of him, one of the first ones at the altar, last ones to leave. And uh, that really does a lot for me. Um, I, there's a lot of people that want their kids to be doctors and lawyers. I just want them to live for God. I really do. And I thank God for it. Thank God for his touch and his burden. But Brother Tristan Grogan, would you come and deliver the word of God? How many's going to preach with him tonight? Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Um, I'm not too loud, so I got to keep the mic close to me, but glad to be here, glad to be back home with all you guys. I say this every time I come up here, but I'm glad to be home, glad to be home with all you guys. Um, I just want to give all thanks to my, my dad, my pastor, for allowing me to come up and bring this word that I believe God has given not only for you guys, but for me as well and I believe that God's going to do a great work here tonight, and I just can't wait to see what he's going to do tonight, and, you know, I pray that um, it won't be me speaking, but it'll be God speaking through me, and amen, and I'm glad to have my friends from CLC here, Angelica, CJ, and Tay, my friends, we haven't, we haven't been, you know, I haven't known them for too long, but it feels like I've known them for quite some time, and I'm grateful for them, and they're, they're great in my life. I don't want to go too crazy, because I know they'll be going off on it later, because that's how they are, but, um, you know, I'm glad to have them as my friends, and glad that all you guys are here. I love all you guys. Give yourself a hand, like my dad would say, but I believe God has a word, so if you have your Bibles, we're going to be going to Isaiah 59, 14 through 16. If you don't have your Bibles, you could just look up on the screen. Amen, amen. All right. All right. And judgment is turned away backward, and just, justice standeth afar off, for the truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself pray. And the Lord saw it, and it is displeased with him that there was no judgment. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there is no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, his righteousness, it sustained him. I'm going to preach on this thought tonight about where are the intercessors. Amen. If we can just pray that that God will have his will and he'll have his way through me and that we'll all receive his word tonight. Can we just pray? Oh, God, Lord, I pray for this congregation, God. God, touch me, Lord, so that I'll be able to preach this word. God, touch their ears, Lord, that they'll be able to receive this word. Oh, God, anoint us all, Lord. Jesus, oh, Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Oh, if we can just worship God, you could clap your hands to, the, to God right now, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And, um, Webster Dictionary defines the word intercede as to intervene, intervene on behalf of another. Oh, sorry. Yeah, y'all, y'all sit down. I don't want you standing stand in all service. But I won't be too long, you know. Even though they get paid by the hour, I'm not too long, so. Um, it defines um, the word intercede as to to intervene on behalf of another. And I once had this dream. It was kind of crazy. But so I'm I'm standing in this field alone, and there's just all this chaos just going on in front of me. Just just natural disasters, just lightning going off all crazy. It's super loud, and and that's all I can hear. Just all the lightning and chaos, and there's just tornadoes just tearing up the earth all in front of my eyes and it's just continual and then I look around and it's just me there and by myself there's no one, no people, no things there but me and those disasters and when I woke up from this dream I instantly felt you know, the call for intercession for my family and for my friends and not even for people I know but for people that know are out there and in the world that i don't know that need this truth and it really it really spoke to me because there's so many people that we know today that are going through things that that they don't really show out as you can like you can see through them but you know they're they're really going through it and there's no way of knowing but we just we have to intercede because god Wants to be there for you and he wants to move in your life and push you that step forward But he needs you to reach back. He needs he needs that person to say, okay, i'm gonna pray for that person I'm gonna you know, I want to take that step forward with my walk with god So i'm gonna go and i'm gonna take that step forward and i'm gonna reach out to god because I need that for my life So I can reach out to the ones I love that that don't have this truth that don't know about the love of god and there's a lot of um that can happen with a lot of us that, you know, we get so close to, you know, getting what we're, like, what God wants for us and what he wants us to receive. But we're just, we're, we're too scared to take that step. We're too scared. Man, I don't want this person to see me this way or I'm too scared what this person will think. But we just got to, st- like, I've said it before, we got to stop worrying about what this world thinks and what people in the church think. But it's time to just give it all to God and see what God can do in our lives. And going back to that dream, I was thinking, when we pray for others, it's it's really like a lightning coming, like because the lightning was coming down, and it's like it's like lightning coming down when we pray for others, because um, it'll come down and touch us. Because not only it'll touch the people around us that we want to pray for, but it'll touch us because we're being unselfish with our prayers, and we're not, you know, we're not just worrying about ourselves. And we get it, we get it mixed up a lot. We we like to. But there's there's nothing wrong with it, with praying for ourselves and, you know, trying to get better, trying to further our walk. But there's, there's times where we get so focused on us that we forget about the ones that do need those prayers more than we do. And while we're too focused worrying about us, there's, there's people out there, like, dying and going through all these depression and things. But we can't, you know, we can't help them because we're not praying for them. We're, you know, we're too focused on trying to get ourselves better and trying to further our walk with God, and we just need, we need to reach out a lot more to these, to these lost people, and, and it may not seem like your prayer is working, but it really is, every time you, you pray for someone, they, it might, you might not feel it in your spirit, but, for sure, they feel it in their spirit. They feel that someone's praying for them. They feel, you know, what what is this call that's leading me? What what is this feeling that I'm feeling right now? And then they begin to get interested, and then maybe that'll bring them. But there's 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 not too many people out there praying for those people. So we we need to go out there and pray for them because God's gonna do a great work in their lives if if we just pray for them because they will feel it even though we may not seem that anything is happening, and. Intercession, it's often people, you know, get a little scared of that word because when people are in intercession and they're interceding for someone or they're in that gap for somebody, it's known as like an extreme prayer because, um, you know, it's its scary. It's its we're putting ourselves out there and, you know, we're trying to fill those needs that, that maybe our family or our friends need, but we, we need to go out there because like tonight, it. It's gonna get it might get a little extreme like in prayer and we we don't need to be scared we need we we need to welcome it you know they're feeling they're feeling it back there too but uh <laughs> we we need to we need to well we need to welcome this prayer because it's gonna it's gonna further their walk and it you know it's gonna interest them and bring them in because th- we're putting these extreme needs forward and it, we're putting it to an extremely powerful god so th- that's why it's known as an extreme prayer because you know we're on our face we're weeping and we're putting these needs to an extremely powerful God and you know it might seem hard and it's like man I don't want to pray anymore like this it's it's been like 30 minutes like I can't go no more like God this is too much but when you push forward past that stage of thinking about the time or thinking about how you feel and thinking about what others feel and how God wants you to feel, then that's whenever we're going to push forward past that barrier and God's actually going to do a real work in our lives. And by us inserting ourselves into that gap of that need is extremely powerful because not only is God getting ready to work, in that need that you're like desperately praying for but he's he's gonna continually work in our lives because you know we're putting forward unselfish needs, we're praying for that other person and it, it's gonna come and it's gonna touch our lives. And, you know, with, the, with this power that God is going to bring to us, it will motivate us to intercede more. And it will touch us to intercede more and put us into more places that you know that we might not feel comfortable at the time. But we just got to say, God, you know, I give my all to you. I'm putting my situation at your feet. Even if my need isn't met, you're still a great God. You're still going to do works. And you're still going to keep worshiping you because you're going to pray for my needs. And I know that you're going to end up doing it because you're a great and mighty God. Can I get an Amen. And we just, can we just, can we just pray for one second? Give him, give him some praise for what he's going to do tonight and what he's doing in our lives already. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. And this, am, am I? It might seem like this this thing right here, you know, it's just a book. It it's something that, you know, the preacher goes up, he preaches from, and, you know, it's where he gets all his answers from. And it might not seem like like, you know, the preacher is the only one that can get these answers, but if you put yourself forward and you read this word, you'll get some of those answers too that you that you've been searching for, you you feel, man, what's i I don't know what to do, and you're asking all these people around, and you know they don't know what to do either, but the answer is, is in here and we we need to stop being so afraid of this of this bible it's i mean it's not too big it's it's a lot of pages, but it's not too big like it's got all the answers in here there's so much great stuff that probably hasn't even been discovered yet because you're not reading the word and and we're scared and Like we ask God, we're like, we're like, why, why are you not meeting my needs? Why are you putting me through so much pain? And why are you, you know, not helping me through this situation? And it's because when we're, we're praying, but we're praying whenever, only when we need God and not just because we love him. And, and a lot of us, we get, we pray and we come to church just because we're afraid to go to hell, but we need to start praying and putting our needs forward because God will touch us if we're praying to exalt and glorify him, but we're just coming, we're coming to the altar every time we need something, but we're not coming to the altar just, just to glorify him. And for all the great things that he's already done, you should be happy that we're already here. You should be glorifying him for we're already here. And we just need to praise him. And, you know, we got to quit worrying about ourselves. It's always just me, me, me. And, you know, we're, God, why, why, why aren't you, why aren't you saving my family? Why aren't you saving my friends? Like, why, why can't I help them? And it's because we're, we're just too focused on ourselves and it may not seem like we're focused on ourselves because we're asking God, why aren't you praying for them? But it's because we're not, we're not, we haven't developed a strong relationship with God because we haven't opened up this word. You know, you go to your Bible in your cabinet and things dusty and you know we got to stop having these dusty bibles around in church we we need to have some torn pages cuz we've been reading this thing too much oh sorry my mic turned off for a second but yeah we just we need to like cuz when we don't put our full trust in god we need to like we don't go too full into it cuz the reason why he's not helping us is because we're just putting a little bit of trust in God, saying, God, I think you can do it. But we got to put our full trust. I said full trust and faith into God because I know that he's going to provide. I don't think he's going to provide. I know that he's going to provide, and I know that he's going to do a work in my life. And going back to the to the scripture. Yeah. Sorry. If you didn't. Is, I, is it uh, Isaiah 59 and 16. Says, and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. We need the intercessor. Where are the intercessors at? We need to be interceding for our family. Our families, they're they're gonna be lost, they're not gonna go to heaven with us. Do you want to dance on the streets of gold with your family? Then you need to intercede. Intercede for your family. They're gonna you want to walk the streets
2: of gold, you want to worship them with Jesus in heaven. We need to go out there and we need to intercede. We need to put our face on this altar, and we're not leaving until I get my miracle. I'm not leaving
1: here until I get what I need cuz God is going to do it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I told you guys it wouldn't be too long. So Alex, if you can come or whoever's playing piano, you can come. But um as you know, some of my family um like not all of my family is saved, you know. It's just it's just me. Well, on my mom's side, it's a little bit more, but you know, our family is not completely saved, and if you didn't know this um this past january my my uncle sadly he um he committed suicide, and that that toll not only like it took immediate it didn't take really a toll just on his family but it took a toll on our whole family and when I first got to cLC um i was I was already dealing with some stuff um if you guys the youth and I i was just a short summary. I was going I was going through a depression in my life and you know I I didn't really get know what I had or who I was until I got to CLC and it was opened up to me that I do have people around me that love me and I do have a God that loves me. And you know, it really like I got to CLC and you know I thought I I was praying to God, I was like I was like, God is I was like, is it my fault? Is is it on me cuz was it my fault that i wasn't interceding for him is it was it my fault that me and my family and any of his friends were interceding for him maybe cuz if i was interceding more that my uncle would be here today not at church but alive but you know i was i was so angry at myself i just wanted you know i wanted god to take over and i was like God, I'm so sorry. Like, why couldn't I intercede enough? Why didn't I, why wasn't I there for him enough? Why didn't I shoot him that text saying I loved him? Why didn't I just, you know, be there for him and his family? And, you know, God, he finally opened up to me. He's, he said, it's, he's, hallelujah, Jesus. And he restored my thoughts and God, he put in my, he put a burden into my heart for my other family members on that side of the family that were still tore up by this situation. And, you know, they're still tore up today. It's, it's still a little rough. We're putting the pieces back together. But, you know, there was there's one of my family members. I'm not going to say who it is, but um, one of the family members on that side, he, is, he got really tore up by this situation. And he's been, you know, he's been drinking and he's been doing, like, things that he shouldn't be and he's he's just in a really bad place cuz this whole situation cuz he's thinking the same thing cuz he doesn't have this God to give him that truth to tell him that you know he is there for him and you know he is going to be there and and love him so he's just he puts all this blame on himself that i felt and he's there just asking he's like he's like why god he's like why did you take him away from me. He's like, why? He's like, why? He's like, did I not, did I not care for him enough? Did I not love him enough? And I, God put a burden in my heart. He said, you pray for him. You pray for him because once you pray for him, he's going to be saved and he's not going to end up like the other one.
2: He's not going to end up like your other uncle. He, he's going to be saved and he's going to be in this and he's going to be worshiping. If you can stand to your feet tonight, <laughs> If you pray for him, it won't happen again. If you reach out to him and you worship me and you intercede for him, this situation will not live again.
1: If how can we live with ourselves today knowing that we have family members or friends that or people that we don't even know going to hell? Hell is just as eternal as heaven is. And I don't even want to picture it. My family members tormenting in hell while I'm in heaven. I don't want to just be the only person in my
2: family go to heaven. I need to intercede for them. I need to worship God. You know, God, you're already going to do it, God. God, I'm going to intercede because my family needs this. God, you're going to touch my family because there's power in your name. And Lord... And when there's people interceding for the sick, who's interceding for the people who have cancer? Who's interceding for those lost family members? Who's interceding for your family? If- the altars are open if you want to come, but we need to intercede. Where Your family is lost. You need to get your family here. You just need to intercede right now because God is going to handle your situation. Just intercede for your friends and your family because God is going to take over and take control into your family and your life. You just need to intercede and worship God for what he's going to do. You need to get down on your face. Don't worry about anybody else. You need to start praying right now. Say, God, I'm sorry for not interceding before, but I'm I'm gonna intercede now. I'm gonna read this word now, Lord, so I can reach out to them and I can help them. Lord, I'm gonna just take over and I'm gonna help their situation. Because God, you can do it, not me, but you can do it. You're gonna take over and help their lives in my life, God. Oh, Oh, just worship. Go. Intercede. Intercede. Push harder. Push forth. Push harder. He's going to help you. You just push forth. God's going to do a work. Just keep pushing. God's going to help you right now. Just pray. Just pray. Pray until your family's going to get saved. Pray until you feel that peace. Pray until they're going to get...
0: Come on, that's it. Lift up your voice. Come on, stand in the gap. Stand in the gap for that lost loved one. Stand in the gap for your friend. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice in the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. Save my home, God. Save my family, God. Save my relationship, God. Oh, God. Come on, that's what intercession means. It means standing to the gap. It means praying, travailing. Weeping for your family, weeping for your kids. Praying over your home, praying over your marriage. Oh God. Baptize us
3: afresh. Baptize us anew. Oh. Come on.
0: You can be that voice. You could pray that prayer. can be that intercessor that's God's looking for. Come on, you can make a difference
3: through your prayer.
0: The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. You've got power in your prayer. Hallelujah. I will be what you've called me to be. Hallelujah. I'll say yes God I need you need you God you can count on me God I'll stay in the gap I'll pray in the wee hours of the night oh birth in our spirits God birth in our hearts God Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. All
3: my worship, all, all my praise, praise, I give my
0: own. Yes, come on, that's it.
3: I give my all. I
0: love you Jesus. Help us God. All my worship, Help us God. All my praise. Oh, I plead your blood. I plead your blood over my family. I, my I plead your blood over my home. My I plead your blood over my kids, God. My I can't do it, God, but you can. I give my own. You can, God. I give my own. Come on, come on, you got power in your prayer. You got power to pray that prayer. In Jesus' name, God, I love you today. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you for your mercy, God. Oh, rakaya torasa, Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'll say yes.
3: I'll say
0: yes. I'll say yes, God. Lord, I agree Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh God. God, I need you. I need you, oh God. I need you, oh God. I need you, oh God. will be you. Oh I you, oh I you oh Hallelujah. To hallelujah
3: I'll say yes. oh
0: God I, I agree love you I Jesus love I love you God passionately come on it your prayers you've me to hallelujah you got power in your prayer and power in your prayer Power to turn things around
3: Hallelujah Hallelujah My disease
0: Oh God
3: Passionat characaia torre and
0: Hallelujah Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of my first messages that I preached at Christian Life College was found in Isaiah 59 that wondered that there was no intercessors. And the Lord put on a message in my spirit that my wife actually wrote down in her Bible before we met. And that message was, is there a voice? The Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. Doesn't matter your skin color. Doesn't matter your dialect. Doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. Every one of us has power in our prayer. You can't do it, I can't do it, but God can. And when you get God into the equation, you've tried everything else, but you get God into the equation, God begins to turn things around. I was gonna preach tonight before I felt like my boy needed to preach, but I was gonna preach over that passage of scripture where the Bible said, with men it's impossible, but not with God. He was not talking about money. He was not talking about miracles. He was talking about salvation. Because the disciples asked, well then Lord, who can be saved? And that's when the Lord says, you read it. He said, with men it's impossible, but not with God. Meaning, your prayers and your lifestyle, it could shake eternity. And because of you standing in the gap, because of you interceding, because of the prayers that you prayed, it could be very pivotal for your family members, your friends, to turn that corner and believe that God can. Because I don't believe anybody's too far away. I don't believe anybody's too far gone. You may be far from home, but you ain't that far. God can save anybody. I don't care about your past. I don't care about your mistakes. I've got a God that loves us. I've got a God that believes in us. And it's power in our prayers. And we're getting ready to baptize some individuals. Are they about ready, Brother Benia? Amen. And we're going to baptize them in Jesus' name. And would you just kind of stretch your prayers this way? Because God's got wonderful, wonderful things in store for this incredible, incredible family.